Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All right, the music you're hearing right now is from a band called Rabid Assassin. You, you're going to want to remember that. This, this band is something. And it's just another act on the roster of the great people over at High Volume Music. Our friends, the people that back the Decibel Geek podcast. This track comes from their most recent album, Eliminate the System. For more information, it's always available in today's show notes as well as over at highvolumemusic.com. That's H-I-G-H-V-O-L-Music.com. You got to love that, man. That's cool. It's, it's very uplifting. It's uh, you know uplifting in a way that you want to murder somebody. <laughs> a rabid assassin. <laughs> yeah. That's badass, man. I love High Volume Music. I'm so glad they've come on board with us. And who are we? We're the Decibel Geek Podcast. Coming back at you once again. We're here for you every single week for on iTunes or wherever else you're getting it at. And I'm Aaron Camaro, and that's Chris Sinzak. Good evening. <laughs> so how you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm hanging in there, man. We're making it. We're making it happen. That's that's one thing I've learned about being a rock and roll fan all these years is that, you know, you got to do it, man. You got to take care of business. You got to mm-hmm. make it happen. And that's, that's kind of what the music we love is all about. That's true. And, uh, we have a blue-collar work ethic, and we are uh, celebrating a blue-collar band today. Absolutely, man. We had so much fun a couple of weeks back when we did the, the our favorite songs from Alice Cooper from the 70s, you know, and, and we were talking about what can we do now, you know, and was, that was so much fun, and we got such a great response to it yeah. that let's do that with another great band from the 70s. Aerosmith. Yeah, and I like doing these where we focus on one artist because it's really yeah. it's kind of fun. You can really get into the history and all. One of that. artist, one decade. Yeah. So I'm in, and we've never done an Aerosmith theme show, so that's you know almost five it's years. And we time. finally did it. We've busted out Aerosmith over the years, but they've never had their own. Yeah. Today that changes. Definitely. So please, please <laughs> tell me, please, do we have an iTunes review this week? Please. Um. No. No, don't tell me that. It'd be so much fun if I said no just to see the reaction, but no, we actually got a lot in. Yeah? Yeah, we got five. Oh, man, you guys. 
You guys are awesome. So like, Aaron has to bitch about it every week, so you guys keep doing it. <laughs> we only got five this week, well, fuckers. Now we maybe, need seven. You maybe we shouldn't read all five today. Let's no. not let's not go crazy. Let's just let's just do two today and we'll spread it out. out yeah, let's so I don't have to cry and beg next week. Okay. All right, so let me see what we got here. All right, here we go. This is a good one. Looks good here. Five stars, the way I love it. This one's called Love from the Talk to Me podcast. No shit, I was listening to the Talk to Me podcast today. Were you? I absolutely was. He was interviewing Joey Z. Yeah, and he also... From Life of Agony. Very cool. Uh, Eric Brittingham recently, too. Yeah, there's some cool stuff over there. Definitely worth checking out. So this is what Talk to Me says, and it's he says... It's one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to them weekly, and they make the workday go by much faster. Chris and Aaron will bring up bands that no one has talked about since 1984, and they make you remember why you loved them. A definite listen, and love the Vinnie Vincent episodes. A lot of That's, people love those Vinnie Vincent episodes. Yeah, Vinnie Vincent is kind of our dude. You know, he's he's our guy. I wonder what that guy's up to. I don't even know what to say about that. Let me read another iTunes okay. review here. Well, let me say, for uh, Talk To Me is hosted by a guy named Josh Toomey, who it's a I, good show. I knew from um, the local Nashville scene. He doesn't live here anymore, but he used to play in a great local band called 12 Volt Negative Earth. Right on. And they were an awesome band. But uh, yeah, he's been a fan of the show. And when uh, he told me about his show, I was like, well, I have to listen to your show. And then and he told me, he's like, I lived in Nashville, played in a band. And he told me, I was like, I used to go watch you guys. Right, yeah. So it really is a small world. And he was talking to Joey Z today. I was listening to it. He was also in a band called Primer 55. Yes. Which I know of them. Yeah. And they were good. And uh, also, he's good friends with Jeremy Owsley. Oh, really? And anybody who's friends with that guy he's is cool, cool with guy. me. Yeah, he listens to the show, You guys too. know him. He's a cool dude. So that's awesome. Okay, so here we'll do two today. So okay. we'll spread it out. And this is uh, it's three stars. Ooh. Okay. Breaking new ground. <laughs> All right. This is new. This is new. Everybody take a breath. Here we go. It's titled, I Used to Like It. Okay. All right. Songs about school. Are you kidding me? The last five or six episodes have been really boring. Please go back to playing cool songs I don't know. I used to like it. Seems like you're trying new things, but the old ways are more fun to listen to. Hmm. Hmm. I like it. I mean, of course, I don't like three stars, but I like it. It's honest. Yeah, it's definitely honest. We have been trying some new things. Yeah, we try to keep things fresh, but maybe, maybe, maybe there's times we're overextending that. Maybe it's maybe it's time for us to sit down and look back in the archives and look at some of those episodes we always said we'd revisit, but maybe mm-hmm. never got around to. And I'll put it out to you listeners on the Facebook fan page for the comments for this episode. Tell us what you want to hear. Is, if yeah. there, is there something you want us to go back to? What do you think? I mean, of course. I mean, we'd love to do Albums Unleashed more often, but the thing about that is we, we like to do it live. You yeah. know, it's way, way better when we actually have our guest here in the studio with us, mm-hmm. or we can go sit down with them personally somewhere, That's like it. we do with Michael Wagner, like we did with John Karabi or Mark Slaughter at the O'Charlie's yep. restaurant, you know. and <laughs> But it has to work for everyone's but schedule. It's, yeah, yeah, it's got to work for everybody's schedule, and not everybody's in Nashville. I mean, we could do a hundred of them over the phone, right? It's just not quite never the same. It's never the same. So, hey, thank you guys for the uh, iTunes reviews. We appreciate it very, very much. Check out the Talk To Me podcast. It's very cool. And, you know, for the dude that left us three stars, man, thank you. 
you know, we appreciate that you took the time to do it and to speak your mind honestly. And, yeah. you know, I'm not encouraging anybody else to leave us three-star no, reviews. Don't. But if you're, if you're honest about it, that's fine. He was constructive, at least. Give us five anyway. Yeah, that's true. Because we'll still listen to you. Yeah. We'll still we'll still take your criticism seriously. So let's talk about Ooh. some uh, other people we appreciate this week. These are the Heck yeah. Geeks of the Week. If you're new to the show, Geeks of the Week, all you got to do, take the link on Facebook or Twitter and share or retweet, retweet it, and uh, I'll mention your name on the show the next week. So Geeks of the Week this week are Cobras and Fire Podcast. They have a new, good new episode. Matt Ashcraft, Mike Blunt. Rich Dillon, Kevin Williams, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Mike Stewart, Aaron Baker, Colin Francis, Mikel Burrell, Ian Wildey from Rock and Metal Combat, Hairband Heaven, Joseph C.M. Belly, Andrew Jacobs, Rock and Ron Runyon, Trevor McDougal, Wayne Cross, Anthony Espen Ufano, Greg McGlone, Mark Alden Taylor, Sammy Ball, Kenneth Roy, David Glenn, Joey Vancieri, Dan Chaput, Sean Cullen, Robin Bennett, Baco, Brent Walter, Billy Hardcore, Daryl Alber, Hoops, Adam Cox, and Ernesto Aguiar. These are our Geeks of the Week. All you got to do is get out there and share it on Facebook, retweet it on Twitter, get the word out there. Tell your cousins, tell your neighbors, tell your uncle, tell everybody you know that loves rock and roll. Let them know about the Decibel Geek Podcast. Yes. You know, and I really hammed it up a little bit last week with the iTunes <laughs> reviews, but when I, when I look at Geeks of the Week, I see a lot of the same names. Time after time, week after week, these guys have been Committed. with us for so long, you know, and I, I just, you know, from Chris and myself, I know I can speak for you when I say this. We love you guys, you know, and, and we thank you so much for everything you do for us, because if it weren't for you guys tuning in and showing us the love, we might not do this anymore. And man, we're coming up, like you said, on our five year anniversary. Yep. You guys have been with us for the long haul yep. and we ain't going nowhere. That's right. It gets bigger and bigger. You don't believe me? Check out decibelgeek.com. That's true. All so right. Ready to rock and roll, yeah, so time for some Bean Town music. Right? So you're going first. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so here's it. This is going to be awesome. And then you know, Aerosmith. The decade of the '70s was an amazing time for this band. Oh you know? yeah. And they started out in '73 with the self-titled debut. So this is funny because looking at our picks, yeah. I see that neither one of us, because we we each pick five, right? And there was six albums from the '70s. Yeah, it was so hard to not pick something from this album, though. But I didn't either. Because I love I love all of them, but um, yeah, they're all and fantastic. This one, but this one. Just doesn't. I don't know. You. It's weird because a lot of times you look at bands, look at Guns N' Roses, look at Kiss, look at a lot of these bands. You say, man, that first album. That's where it's at. Yeah. Was you know they'll never match that first album. But Aerosmith is completely different than no, that in the way that album. yeah. By the time their second album came out, they were freaking rocking, man. They were doing mm. good. So I can't say nothing bad about the first album because no, no, it is good. awesome. And I had uh, of course, but Dream, I didn't pick nothing off Dream it either. On was the big single from it, yeah, but. You know, and of course, you're not going to hear the obvious singles. You know, well, no, you're not going to hear "Dream On." You're not going to hear "Walk This Way." Yeah, all Sweet the songs emotion. you hear anytime you, you turn hear it on, on the radio. We are the Desperate yeah. Geek Podcast. So these are our favorite deep, deeper cuts. And uh, I almost picked "Mama Can" or "Walking the Dog." Those are probably my Great. two other ones that almost made that list. So let's go to "Get Your Wings," which came out in March of '74, produced by Ray Colcord, who I don't know who that is. Um, Bob Ezrin and Jack Douglas. So it's an interesting mix of uh, yeah. producers there. You can't go wrong with those and guys, as a, right? Yeah, to talk a little bit about the first album, you know, um, Joe Perry said in, in the memoir Walk This Way from 97, there was no no nothing at all. No press, no radio, no airplay, no reviews, no interviews, no party. Instead, the album got ignored and there was a lot of anger and flipping out. Yeah, because it seems like Dream On didn't really take off right later. away. It was, it was after they got successful, then people went back and yep. listened to that first album. And it says the band had been quite nervous recording the first album and Stephen Tyler 
Tyler going as far to alter his singing voice, and they had little chemistry with producer Adrian Barber. Have you ever heard of Adrian Barber? Never. Me neither. Um, by the time they began recording Get Your Wings, however, Jack Douglas had agreed to work with them, beginning, of course, a very long and successful collaboration. Yeah, oh yeah. There's so many great songs on this album, including Same Old Song and Dance and Train Kept a Rollin', which, of course, features the ghost work of Dick Wagner and Steve yeah. Hunter. Um, but this is my favorite song off the album. It's called Seasons of Wither.
man, that's awesome. Oh, I love this album so much. And that song just has such a really heavy feel to it. You yeah. Know, it's real emotional. And I remember reading in that Walk This Way book that Steven Tyler, he was going through, it was just, the song title was totally accurate. It was like the middle of winter. He's staring out a window in Boston and is just going through rough times. They're still right. working their way up. And yeah, it's just an interesting song. And one of the best covers I ever heard of that was seeing uh, John Karabi play it live. Right. And he would do an acoustic cover of it as always. That's so cool. Amazing. You know John Karabi loves the Aerosmith. Yeah, that's his There's wheelhouse no is that early Aerosmith stuff. Heck yeah, man. And if you're talking about Get Your Wings, man, I've got one off there too. This was the very last song that Aerosmith recorded for that album. And it was based off the experiences that they were seeing every single single day at like 3 a.m. <laughs> when they locked themselves into Studio C at the record plant in New York City. And at night they'd come up with these songs and this they had one more to go and this was what they came up with. Amazing song. I love it. So funky, so sexy. It's Aerosmith with Lord of the Thighs.
great song. I almost picked that one myself. Yeah, see, that's the beautiful thing about this is like the songs that you picked were the songs that I'd picked. The songs that I'd picked were the songs you picked. You can't, we can't go wrong with this. That's right. So let's move into 1975 with Toys in the Attic. This great is the, album. This was my first Aerosmith oh, album. Really? Yeah, because I didn't know nothing about Aerosmith, but somebody I knew had the album, and I listened to it over and over again, and this was my true experience of learning about mm-hmm. this band. That's really a benchmark for their career. came out April of 75, of course, produced by Jack Douglas. Their most commercially successful studio LP in the U.S., 8 million copies sold. And uh, wow. it's filled with tons of great songs. Of course, the big masterpieces are Walk This Way and Sweet Emotion. I mean, the fact that those two singles were on the same album is pretty incredible. That is incredible. Um, other favorites for me are the title track, Big 10-inch Record, and uh, You See Me Crying, which I think is one of the best ballads ever written. Very underrated songs. Those are all great songs. But I went with this tune that is pure, unadulterated Aerosmith. It's called No More, No More.
see, that was one I definitely battled with, man. Awesome. I really wanted to pick that song, but, you know, you've already covered it all for Toys in the Attic. I mean, it's just an amazing album. The cover is something, as a kid, you could sit there and stare at while you were listening to the music and see all the pictures within the pictures of the toys. And mm-hmm. just, you know, to me, just amazing memories of being young and discovering rock and roll and discovering Aerosmith through this album. And I love it. And this one was always one of my favorites. You know, it's it's Aerosmith's retelling of Genesis 3. Right. But, of course, you know, it's Aerosmith, so, you know, it's a little bit raunchier, a little sexier. So that's what they did back then, and they did it so well. And this is proof of it. A great rocking tune called Adam's Apple. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love it. I think I played that on a Radio Sucks episode yeah. years ago, probably. Can never play it too much. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's not something you're going to hear on the radio either. So, 76, uh, they put out Rocks in May. It's another great album, man. Classic album. Oh, God, they were killing it in the 70s. Yeah, I mean, this at, is my Aerosmith. You consider the run that they went on with these albums. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, produced by Aerosmith and Jack Douglas. Uh, it's a massively influential album on many bands that would come later on. I mean, so many bands would say that this was a massive influence on them. Yeah, for sure. Um, Good bands. This is also one of the first albums to ever ship platinum when it was released. Almost making my list on this one were Back in the Saddle, Last Child, and Sick as a Dog. Love them all. But I never tired of listening to this one. It's called Lickin' a Promise. If you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear a flower in your hair. And we're thinking, what the fuck is San Francisco? Where is this? What's all this flower shit? I've got no shoes on my feet. 
Want to be a member of the Decibel Geek Army? You slimy scumbag, get on your face and give me 25. Join us on our fan page at facebook.com slash decibelgeek. from break with more awesome music from Rabbit Assassin. I love that name, man. It says it all. That's truth in advertising. Yeah, the name, you could tell what type of sound you're going to get out of the band. See, if you bought Rabbit Assassin and you thought it was anything else, that's your fault. Yeah. They're another great act from the roster over at High Volume Music. Our friends, they're here with us every single week on the Decibel Geek Podcast. It's a beautiful relationship we have Mm -hmm. with these guys because we find it our mission to try to turn people on to new rock and roll music, try to prove time and time, week after week, that hard rock and classic metal style music is alive and well. And there's new bands, and there's bands out there that you may not have heard of, and High Volume Music is the perfect partners to help us showcase these kinds of bands because... When it comes to this kind of music, high-volume music knows what's going on. They definitely do. Absolutely. Prove it every single week. So let's talk about Amazon real quick. Well, I mean, if you're going to go to get that Rabbit Assassin album or any other album or any Aerosmith album, I mean, after today, if you don't love Aerosmith, you're asking you yourself why. And you're then you're gonna your next question to yourself is, how do I get all the music? Well, the best thing about music is holding it in your hands, yes. playing it. I mean, we talked about looking at the Toys in the Attic album, you know, while you listen to it when you're young. There's nothing quite like it. You don't really get that too much in the digital download. So if you want it hard and rocking in your hands, you go to Amazon. And if you're doing Amazon shopping, the only way to do it is through the Decibel Geek website at decibelgeek.com. It's simple. It's easy. It's right there at the top of the page. It's our banner. You click on it. It says Amazon. It takes you there. You do all your shopping. You buy all six of these albums that came out in the 70s, and you complete your collection with some sweet rock and roll music from Aerosmith. And what happens then? Well, you go to check out. You pay what you would pay for your CDs or albums or cassette tapes or however you prefer A-track. it. A-Track. They're available. They're you on know, Amazon. You know all six of these albums are available on Absolutely. A-Track on Amazon right and now. And A-Track players are on Amazon also. There you go. You got it all. You got it all Be right there. Be a hipster, there. buy an A-Track player. So you do that, it's awesome, you feel good, because especially now, because you paid nothing more than you normally would by going through our link, but what Amazon does is they take their money that they made on the deal, and they cut us off a piece, and they send it to us, and it helps us out huge, more than you could ever imagine. It's so simple for you, it doesn't cost you nothing more, but we appreciate it so much. And there's a lot of cool people that do it, and every single week, we get a peek at what you're buying. Yeah, so I get the list, and these are some of the notable purchases from the last seven days. Um, well, speaking of the 70s, Chips, the complete fourth season, was purchased on DVD. I love Chips. Now, do you think somebody's collecting all of them, or do you just think this is one weird guy that's like, I don't give a shit about any of the other seasons, I just want season four? Well, like, maybe Gene Simmons was on season four, they or Ted a, Nugent, They maybe? did do a Kiss knockoff episode. Maybe that's did it. Did you ever see that? No. 
it's a character they named him Moloch, and he had like red jean makeup and uh-huh. white face. And was he a rocker? Yeah, it was a yeah. rock star. And okay. the rest of the band looked like Kiss too. But he, the the kicker, the guy playing Moloch was um, the guy that played Ralph Mouth on Happy Days. <laughs> I'll have to send you a link to it. It's really funny. Was that in the fourth season? I don't know. I I'll bet have to it was. Maybe that's I why. bet it was. That's what's going on. Uh, Howard Stern, Private Parts, and Kindle eBooks was bought. It's a great book. Uh, in music, Eureka Machines, Brainwaves, huh. and somebody went on a Twisted Sister kick. They bought Club Days Volume 2, Live in the Bars, Live in Hammersmith, and Under the Blade, the nice. CD DVD combo. Nice. Awesome. That's pretty cool. Love it. Fraley's Comet. The Fraley's Comet album was bought. That shows we're doing our jobs. Marty Friedman, Inferno. Right on. James Gang, live in concert. Some Joe Walsh for you. Heck yeah. The Cult, Love, was bought. That's a great album. Deep Purple, Made in Japan. That You can't beat that. And look at this. A high-volume music artist, Asriel's Bane, Modern Day Babylon, was bought. Very nice. See, the, the partnership it is works. paying off right there. It totally works. Rock um, and roll lives, people. Also, two copies of Eric Carr's Rockology was purchased. Right on. Aaron played some of that recently. You can never have too many copies of that. And Thunder, Wonder Days, was purchased. That's very cool, man. That makes me feel good because people are using our link to go to Amazon and purchase their rock and roll. We're we're helping, man. Yeah. We're doing our part. We're keeping rock and roll alive. That's that's, right. that's what it's all about. So you're up next. We're still on rocks. All right. Yeah, definitely, man. There's I don't know even know what to say. There's so many good songs in this album. You listed them already. You played one. You know, so good. So good this album is. If you don't have this, you owe it to yourself. One of my favorite songs on the album Nobody's fault. You'd never guess it. It's about earthquakes. Mm. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Because back in the 70s, I mean, that was a big thing. You know, people didn't expect earthquakes so much back then. You know, you had the big one in San Fernando, California, that killed 65 people. In 72, there was one in Nicaragua killed about 5,000 people. And Aerosmith guitarist Brad Whitford wrote this song, along with Steven Tyler, about their fear of earthquakes. Huh. So it's kind of a play on words. So it's a fault. Like a fault line. I uh, got it. And it's also nobody's fault for trying to learn more of what you can do to combat earthquakes. Aerosmith had the power. If anyone can outrock an earthquake, it's these guys. And here's the proof. From 1976 Rocks. Oh, so good. You're going to love it. This is Nobody's Fault.
that song so much. That was one so I certainly much. would have picked if you hadn't. I didn't even know it was about earthquakes. I didn't either. I had but no now idea. it makes so much sense. I like, they're all, they're all, Aerosmith's always been good at turn of phrase in songs. So good at doing that, yeah. man. Always. Right, you would so never think it was about one thing and it's about something totally different and they swerved you and you're laughing about it. Yeah. I love it. Pretty cool. So, 77 rolls around. In December of that year, they released Draw the Line. Man. I mean, are we getting better and better as we go or what? Well, I don't. This we may disagree on this album a little bit. I love the album. The album's great. What, um, what don't you love about well, it? Well, I think you can tell that the long stretches of touring and the drugs were starting to take their toll a little bit on this one. But while the ones that they've released previous to this... It's rare. It's pretty much all killer, no filler. There's a little bit of filler on this record because I yeah. think the band was a tad disjointed at this time. That's true. Things were catching up with them. Um, they recorded this album in an abandoned convent near New York City. Right. They they rented it just for just that for purpose, that. right? Yep. Yeah. You know what kind of meat that they ate, ate during this uh, album recording? What kind of meat? Yeah. I no none. Because they were in a convent. You're awful. Right. <laughs> Going to hell for that one. All right. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> my, uh, my favorites from this album are the title track, Sight for Sore Eyes. Yeah. And this one. This is Get It Up.
official Viagra theme song. From the 70s. The 70s. Before yeah, Viagra see, was why aren't they using that song for these commercials? They're on all it's the time. Perfect. It's much better than the music they use in those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone can help you get it up, it's Aerosmith. And they're at the right age to promote it to and everything. Totally, yeah. It's probably yeah. using it. But I love that song. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's a great album. Here's another one. Here's a great example of something that you don't usually get from Aerosmith. But they're going to go medieval on your ass with this song. <laughs> this is one that Steven Tyler, he sings about time travel and lords and maidens and, you know, imagining past lives and kings and queens and guillotines. And this, it's like Dio content. Mm-hmm. In an Aerosmith song, and it's amazing. So from '77, we already talked about it. Draw the line, great album. This is Kings and Queens. Starting parchment made the love. 
definitely one of their best songs. I love it, man. It's it's one of those where you can tell that the whole band mm-hmm. really pulled together it's for an that song. Epic song, because like it's, it's not because you get song. a lot of good rock songs that are that are Joe Perry or Steven Tyler mm-hmm. or the two of them together. But this is a complete. This this is their Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, it's as close totally. as they got to that. Yeah. And so epic. What an epic song. It's such a huge sounding song. Yeah, it is. I love it. You know, it's hard to top something like that. I love when the tempo changes towards the end, when it it starts speeding up. That really makes the song, in my opinion. Yeah, it does. Great great pick. Good stuff. Okay, so we're up to 79. The last album that they put put out in the 70s, which was Night in the Ruts. Of course, that's a play on words for Right in the Nuts. Yeah, I love that. Uh, That's definitely, I guarantee Steven Tyler came up with that. These guys are so creative. I mean, that's something. (laughs) that sort of gets overlooked with Aerosmith sometimes because you know they've been around for so long and there's been so many different incarnations of them and a a lot of people get upset about the more commercial style that they took later on in their career but you just can't deny the the creativity and the rock and roll and the like you said blue collar rootsy just kick ass you know no gimmicks needed just go out there and rock Yeah, that very, Aerosmith delivered in this yeah. era. I mean, of course, Steven was real flashy as a performer, but uh, but the music is very just bare bones rock and roll through most of it. Yeah, um, this album but it's came, that combination that makes this so great. Yeah, this came out in November '79, produced by Aerosmith and Gary Lyons. But there's a story to that. Um, Joe Perry leaves the band midway through the recording, and uh, it was initially produced at the band's warehouse rehearsal space by Jack Douglas. But Columbia Records brought in Gary Lyons to replace Jack as the producer because, Weird. well, they couldn't really afford him and um, Draw the Line didn't sell that well. Yeah. So Columbia was kind of like, eh, if Joe's leaving, then Jack's out and we're going to bring in Gary Lyons to finish yeah, it. Yeah, I suppose. And aside from all the dysfunction, I love the album. And it has several songs that almost made my list, including Three Miles Smile and Cheesecake. Yeah, um, great songs. But this is definitely my favorite, probably one of the heaviest guitar riffs that Aerosmith ever laid to tape. It's a tune called Chiquita.
Jimmy Crespo guesting on guitar. There. Yeah, and that's another one of my favorite Aerosmith songs. The yeah. only thing, I, the only issue I have with that, and this is where the bringing in another producer probably affected it. I love everything about that song except the damn horn line that they bring yeah, in during the chorus. It yeah. did not need that horn line. No, Aerosmith. But no. it's in drop 70s, detuning no. and like you add a little bit more crunch to it, and you've got a heavy metal riff. Right. Yeah. Because the riff that's a heavy fucking riff. Yeah, these guys flirted with metal most yeah. definitely, and but, helped create some good metal bands. And then and Stevens like wailing like a banshee on it. Like he's his voice yeah. was starting to get a little shot around this time, but he definitely pulled it out on that song. Yeah, because he was able to recreate his voice, you know, yep. in a way that still worked for the band, which was cool. And, you know, around this time, this is, you know, Aerosmith kind of crumbling, you know. And in the 80s, they go through all kinds of hard times. Yep. But before this album was completed, you know, Joe Perry left the band, like you said. So Jimmy Crespo came in and played, and Jimmy Supa. But there was some stuff on that album mm-hmm. that Joe had actually recorded. And I think Chiquito was one of the songs that yeah. he was on. And he was on Cheesecake. He was on Three Mile Smile. He was basically on all the ones I liked. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, that's the way it worked for and pretty much forget, everybody back then. And let's not forget how great that Joe Perry Project stuff was that right. he released. You know? Yeah, that he was stuff still was very really creative. good. And still out there rocking, man, yeah. doing good. Yep. So this was one. Before we wrap it up, do we have anything else we need to do? Uh, check out course. Check out yeah. the Facebook page. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, YouTube. Holy schmoly! Check a, out YouTube. If, wow. Yeah, if you haven't, and of course check out the VIP. But if you want a preview of what you get out of the VIP, our friend Rock and Ron Runyon, that's yeah. our video person. He's the man. He put together a really cool compilation of things from the Chris and Aaron show, which is yeah. only is exclusive to VIPs. So you'll get a sneak preview if you go on our YouTube channel. So if you ever thought about being a VIP but weren't exactly sure what it all entailed, well, this is a nice little clip that that Ron's put together that's just a conglomeration of different things we've done with the VIPs all crammed yeah. into one half I, hour I, that I, you can enjoy. I listened to it today, and I was a bit taken aback because I forgot that uh, the, I was... We recorded one the day after my vasectomy. <laughs> that was the first thing on there. I was like, really? I laughed so That's hard. That's what we're starting with. About it. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Oh man, the Chris and Aaron show is funny. Yeah, you my, guys my nuts hurt out. listening to that part. But yeah, otherwise it was entertaining. <laughs> Hit it up over on YouTube. Decibel Geek TV is where it's at. Look up the best of the Chris and Aaron show and VIP. I just brought it full circle. We're talking about Night in the Ruts, and I'm talking about right in my nuts. Yeah. yeah. They were. So I guess there's nothing left to do. I think we accomplished all we came to accomplish yes. here today. Hope it wasn't boring. Go to decibelgeek.com. Leave us three stars on iTunes. Hey. Or more. Or more. Oh, did I say three? No, yeah. don't leave us three. <laughs> leave us five. Please leave us five. Please. Oh, man. Let's wrap it up. That was fun. One more awesome Aerosmith tune. And I think this is a great way to wrap up the show today it because is. this is a historical piece. Okay. This is Aerosmith. Writing a song about Aerosmith. Works for me. Sounds good. Here you go, rocking it out, getting out of here. Best songs from the 70s, Aerosmith. So many to choose from. I hope you discover them all. But here's what we're going to leave you with today, and it's a tune called No Surprise. See ya.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.